This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. Hey, Debbie. Hi, Terry. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to get to do this today. Me too. Me too. It's uh, this has really been just a fun journey doing this and just sharing, uh, sharing with other people. So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, and it goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. People are like, "Why are you doing this? What did you do?" And it just goes back, everyone, that we want to be able to share what we're learning and the journey that we're on and even though Debbie and I are in two different states on two different journeys and two different plateaus, we're attending some of the same things and learning some of the same things. And then today we said, we're going to shake this up a little bit. We've literally (laughs) done one interview and all the podcasts that we've recorded. And Mm -hmm. I asked permission to interview Debbie today. Um, uh, just for the fact that this topic that she's going to bring forth is really close to her heart. And um, Debbie is a phenomenal, phenomenal instructor and trainer and coach. And so many people don't know uh, her background and her credentials. And that's not what this is about. This is going to be about um, accountability matters today. And Debbie's going to be able to, I wanted to interview her because she is one of the experts on the topic of the material we're going to bring forth talking about it and she'll give you some amazing references and um, my goal is that she'll give you some tidbits from um, a program that she teaches Mm -hmm. and I just think that would be huge Debbie if you do that and I know you like your you like to keep that to yourself but I'm not gonna let that happen today so (laughs) okay so we're going to talk about accountability matters and times um, co- as coaches, I think sometimes uh, maybe me only, we kind of take that for granted. I mean, accountability mm. is what we do every day, right? Yeah, I um, think so. Yeah. So what does, what does accountability mean to you? You know, what's interesting is that if, if you were to poll a lot of people, we would probably get some similar answers around accountability is keeping your word, Accountability is uh, holding somebody to do something. Uh, it would kind of be along that line. And oftentimes it's a real narrow definition. And what I want to do is kind of expand that definition a little bit. But then the, the problem sometimes with, def- with, with accountability is the fact that we think it's something that's external. And so in defining this, and this actually comes from Fierce Conversations, of which you referenced earlier, and there's a segment um, in Fierce Conversations around fierce accountability. And so this is the way that they define it. And I've been in love with this definition ever since um, I read it. A desire to take responsibility for results. And what I love about that is that that's my responsibility. Hmm. It's a bias towards solution and action. So oftentimes we think about accountability being something like getting in trouble with. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, oh, you got sent to the principal's office. And sometimes (laughs) I think people come to the coaching call, right? And they go, oh, man, you're going to be mad at me. 
You uh-huh. know, I, I don't know how many times you've heard that as a coach. Oh, you're oh, going to be mad at me. I didn't do oh. my homework. You're going to want to hang up on me because I didn't do my homework. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think sometimes it's like, um, you know, it, it's it, it's more in that context that we look at accountability. And really, it's a bias towards solutions and actions. And then here's the second part of that. It's an attitude. It's personal. It's private. But it's a non-negotiable choice about how to live your life. Hmm. And I okay. love this definition because that takes the punishment side, the going to the principal office side out of the equation. Well, I'm going to ask you a question around that last statement. Is that okay? Yeah. Attitude, personal, private, and non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. How does one be have an attitude and be personal and private? <laughs> <laughs> right? go, in, go in like of course we use non-negotiable a lot right yeah that's that's yeah. a that's a strong term but it is attitude personal private and non-negotiable mm-hmm. choice on how mm-hmm. to live your life so yep. you're living your life out loud but it's a personal and private attitude right is that yeah. what you're saying it, it's like it's a it's a it's personal right so what uh so anything that i want to achieve anything that I want to be held accountable for is a personal choice and decision that I've made. And I think where people like we've all made a choice. So let's, let's talk about work for just a moment, right? Because we hear about accountability at work and we coach people in, in business and we say, we want them to be held accountable. And the piece that I think we miss on this personal part is when you do that action, when you take that role, when you like, first of all, you choose to sign up for the job, whatever it is, right? So there's Mm -hmm. a choice right there. So you made it personal. But let's say that there's an action that you have to take or a certain result that you've got to get in your role. The way that we make it personal is what will that do for me? Mm -hmm. What part, where is that connected to who I am? Does that make sense? Mm. Well, yeah, it's almost like the mapping back uh-huh. to something, right? Right. Um, when you map back to something, you're mapping back to the reason why you get up and do this every day. Absolutely. And so what does that tie into, right? How does mm-hmm. doing this, how is it in alignment with who I am, with my values, with what's important? And mm. when we can do that, then the, the accountability, it, it does become personal. Yeah, it may be a result for a job, and yet I took this job because it matched up with who I am and what I say I'm about. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. And when and when you say we might miss that, oftentimes that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and I and so here's the other part is that sometimes we think about things being like accountability just being for the tangible. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got this result. You wanted to do X, and so you got that. Even if it's like, if you look at health or, um, you know, we look at the tangible part. But there's also intangibles that um, should be a part of this journey. That's the other thing that makes it personal is the intangible side. Mm, okay. okay, so if I wanted to be a certain weight or if I wanted to be able to do a certain thing, a physical act, okay, 
um, I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago that did an Iron Man, right? Oh. I know. I'm just like, okay, you good You're for crazy. you. Good mm -hmm. for you. Glad for you. glad that you can do that. Yeah. But it was like after the race is over though, it's kind of like so what was important about that? But then they started talking about all these lessons and what they learned about themselves. Those were oh. the intangibles of all of the accountability. Like there was accountability about, okay, you've got to, you need to be able to run this amount by this date and then, you know, swim by this. And they had to be coached and they, they had to meet all these benchmarks and they had to really push themselves. Well, if there was not more of the intangibles in there about what that really meant, I don't, I think they would have quit. Oh, I, 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 mean, I think that's exactly true. If you don't have a down the road goal mm -hmm. and, and I, running is a big one for a lot of people and yeah. it, it's like, that's not my thing. Right. And however, I learned lessons from friends of mine that are doing exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's the lessons that they're learning along the way. That's right. And see, that's the piece of accountability that I think we miss sometimes is what, what are the intangible rewards? Right. And that's mm -hmm. what makes it personal. Okay. So you, now you've brought in the word rewards, right? So mm -hmm. accountability is attached to <laughs> rewards. Yeah. And, you know, so let's talk for a moment about, you know, that definition is pretty personal, as mm -hmm. we've already identified. And yet a lot of times where the word accountable comes up is when uh, we may be managing or leading other people or coaching them. Yeah. And we want to hold them accountable. Okay. So now yes. we're talking about accountability. Uh, how do we get other people to be accountable? Especially yeah. when it's a personal choice, right? Right. That's where my my mind kind of crossed over. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. And so, and there's there's some things that we do that are pretty ineffective. I can tell you that. Number one, a lot of times we use fear, or think about how fear has been used to hold somebody accountable. Oh gosh. So at times we may create a fear-based mindset to uh -huh. get people to be accountable to it. Yep. And it doesn't uh, work. Yeah. It doesn't okay. work. And here's why, because then people start numbing out. Okay. Um, they may give you compliance, but it's resentful compliance. And so if you're getting resentful compliance from somebody, like if they're doing it, but they're, mm -hmm. but it, it's not like, it's not connected to the personal and the intangible. And now we're using fear. Mm -hmm. They're not giving you everything they've got. They're holding back. Wow. Makes sense. Yeah. So fear. So when we need other people to be accountable, do not use fear nope. or scare tactics. No. Nope. Darn they, it. They, okay. I know, right? <laughs> so does that mean we can't do that with our kids and grandkids too? Uh, well, I, now I will tell you that I think manipulation is... Um, and bribery, mm -hmm. or, or um, I think that's a right of a parent and a grandparent. <laughs> but that may be a whole new podcast that we have to look at. Um, Do I need to put manipulation and bribery in the show notes? I don't know. We Is might, that... we might okay. need to. So, but yeah, but even then, right? So even think about it. It's like, um, so even if you were looking at it in that context, if we use fears and, and scarcity, even in you know with our kids or raising our kids. The problem with that is, is then, then when they get old enough to make their own choice, 
Mm-hmm. What are, what are they going to do and what are they going to explore? Yeah, they're going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the cycle goes on. It does. Yeah. So and there's there's never been a real solid concrete foundation for right. why they made choices. They did. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. So the fear is almost like it's the stick part of accountability, right? A lot of times mm-hmm. we think about uh, the stick and the carrot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the stick is the fear and um, it just... It'll work, but it's only a short time, and and yet you're not getting the best of people, and real change is not really occurring when it's done from the stick method. They're mm. just afraid of the stick. Got it. They're just afraid of the stick. They're just, just afraid like of the stick. Or That's a right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And okay. so then then you go to the flip side. Well, what about the reward part? Because this sounds pretty good. Okay. Um. The thing about the reward part is that. Again, it's like sometimes you have to keep increasing the reward because then eventually that carrot, it's not big enough anymore or it wasn't sweet enough or it wasn't like, so if you constantly use rewards for accountability, it's an, it's a tangible, but we've still missed this piece of in, the intangible reward. So now yeah. somebody's just doing it for the carrot. Oh, well, I'll get a bonus or I'll get this or I'll get that. Well, Again, they're still only giving you whatever is required to get the bonus, to get the reward. So it becomes unsatisfying at some point. At at some point it does. And so then you have to keep increasing the reward. Got it. And then rewards can also get to a place where you, you unintentionally create a competitive, a negative competitive environment. Tell me more about that. Well, so um, if you're constantly doing things with a carrot, especially if you have a team of individuals, right? And so let's say, you know, then they begin to say, oh, well, they get this. If they do that, what do I get? Ooh. Mm, okay. So you've unintentionally created a negative competition. So again, it's kind of, it, it may work short term, but it's not a long term solution. Okay. So it's another short term. It's another short term. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Do we have another short term solution or are you going to give us a long term solution? Uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you, let me tell you the other, what the other one sometimes that we get into with accountability and that sometimes what we do again is then we just try to give advice. We just try to tell people what to do. Oh, okay. And, is that bad? <laughs> uh, well, it's not bad. I mean, uh, you know, okay, we definitely, right. we definitely do enough of it. Yeah, but no, here's the, here's the part. If you study the neurosciences and you look at, um, you know, what they've discovered about, um, and there's several articles that look at this about, uh, you know, our brains are wired to where we find the shortest pathway. Um, and if we know how to do something, we're going to stick with that pathway. Yeah. If you want real change to occur, there has to be an insight. There has to be some new neural pathways that are activated in order for new connections to be made. And if all we ever do is give advice, then they're not developing those new neural pathways for new insights. Okay. So that then creates dependency, which is not really going to work and then they don't have any opportunity for change 
So basically, we create insights or new pathways by causing other people to think on their own. There you go. Bingo. So, you know, it's so easy to use examples of our children, right? right. It's the teach them how to do, not do it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, watching my daughter-in-law uh, help my granddaughter put a puzzle together that's a five-year-old puzzle and she's a three-year-old, right? I'm just going to brag mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I want to like shoot the little pieces in front of her, right? Here, how about this one? Right. You know? Yeah. And I watch my daughter-in-law go, which piece has the two straight edges? Uh-huh. Do you see the paw right. in the picture? Right. And right. by watching her do that, mm-hmm. I mean, that just popped into my head. Absolutely. When, when you said that. That's exactly right. So what did she do but ask questions? Nothing. And that is so much about how do we identify, like how do we really make accountability work for us? We have to be curious enough to find out how does this become personal for you? How does this line up with what's important in your world? Mm-hmm. What's mm. important about this for you? So the same way that she did that with your beautiful granddaughter being curious, asking questions, not having judgment, not wanting to do it for her, mm-hmm. not only allowed her to create the insight for herself, but what does that create when we've created insight for ourselves? We then become accountable. So this is where it becomes personal because where mm. we become like, there's really kind of two cycles in accountability. One is victim and one is accountable. Yeah. And if we're a victim, we're looking outward as to uh, what caused it. You didn't tell me what to do. You didn't tell me, you know, X, Y, Z. I didn't know this was the job. This is too hard, right? We're constantly looking outward. Mm -hmm. And really by asking the questions to get into the accountability cycle, it's, by the way, it's scarier. The accountability cycle is, is, is more uncomfortable because it requires risk, because it requires um, being uncomfortable because we don't have something else to blame. And so therefore, we have to take full ownership and responsibility of it. Wow. So true. So true. So really, at the end of the day, Terry, it's like accountability is an inside job. I see that. And I see that the way we hold others accountable is we have to stay in curiosity enough and ask the questions and and allow them to identify some solutions. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the next time that well, I did it today, right? The person says, I didn't get any of my homework done. You're going to be mad at me. <laughs> right? So uh-huh. in, instead, so then, of course, you know, the homework became the bad part. The, um, you know, hopefully it wasn't me as the coach. And so instead, what I did is say, okay, so around this area, so it was around something specific that they wanted to develop in. What did you do? Well, then they were like, okay, well, here's what I did. I took notes, da 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 And so then we were able to take that and explore what they wanted anyway. Mm, so that's how you got personal. That's how we got personal. So what did you do? And what? you reframed mm-hmm. their outcome. There you go. 
So is this an area that's still important to you, right? The area that they wanted to be held accountable in? Yes, it is. Okay. So what steps did you take this week? You might not have done this specific step that you said you wanted to do, but what did you do? Hmm. And, and then how did that end up? How did that call end up? Well, it was great because they were just like, man, I, I, here's what I've learned. And so then they were able to tell me what they had learned. So we get, they got, they generated the insights for themselves. I just needed to just give them the space to do it and not stand in judgment about how bad are you? What got in your way? Why didn't you do that? What are going to be the consequences? And then approach it from this fear or carrot or giving advice. Yeah. If you would have got into the fear or threatening mm -hmm. side of it, mm -hmm. they probably would have shut down. Is that what you would have experienced, you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah. They would have shut down. They would have started feeling bad. They would have started feeling who knows what else that it would have generated for them, probably baggage. So mm. instead, we just explored what it did do and they were able to generate some insights. And they would have created their own narrative about what mm -hmm. coaching really was. That's exactly or right. Or what accountability really Or what was. accountability is. So, so often I think people, when they think, when they hear this, I mean, even when I teach this or, or when I'm teaching business planning and we talk about successful people um, have accountability in their world, you can see people have this adverse reaction to the word. Oh, true. And you can see their body language. You can. And so it's like, okay, what was that? And it, if it's not self-judgment, it's that they've had an experience with accountability that was probably using fear or the carrot or the advice giving that didn't work for them. And so if you can change their context around, here's what accountability is and how it can be in alignment with not only the tangible results that they want, but here are the intangibles. I love that. I love that. And this was a piece out of Fierce Conversations. Is yes. that right? Yep. Okay. It is. It's one of the modules uh, from Fierce Conversations, of course, with a little experience of other things sprinkled in. <laughs> so, well, and you know, it's real funny because it's the same thing when you say Fierce Conversations to people. Mm -hmm. Oh. What happens, like, what happens to people when you say, don't you want to go to a Fierce Conversations uh, training, training class? Yeah. And they think we're going to get tough. We're just going to teach us how to get tough. They do. So, so they Debbie, do. along with this accountability thing, talk to them about why Fierce Conversations is not about being tough and accountability is not about being tough. Give them a little segue before we close about what Fierce Conversations Yes. Well, here's here's what I would do, and this is how I look at it. And so I'll I'll ask you a question in reverse, Terry. So if fierce was com fierce conversations, if that was something that you wanted to have more of in your life, how would you describe them? I would describe them as direct, open, honest questions or conversations that get results. Okay. That's what a fierce conversation is. Because that's my opinion. Yeah. Right? Well, and not only that. Well, no, not only that. It's like sometimes the fiercest conversation, honestly, the fiercest conversation that we can have with somebody is about how much we value them, how much we care about them, and what they mean to us. Those are some of the fiercest conversations I think we could ever have. Mm. And I'll, I'll, I'll share this example 
Um, and it was with my granddaughter. So since we're talking granddaughters, I'll share, yeah. I'll share a granddaughter story. So Autumn and I were having this conversation and she was sharing with me this story of something that happened at school and so forth. And I said to her, I said, man, I am so proud of you. And she got this puzzled look on her face. And she goes, why are you proud of me? And I realized, oh, I got to go deeper than just the words. So I shared with her, I'm proud of you because you were able to say what you felt. I'm proud of you for the way that you showed up with that other person when they were doing something that you didn't think was nice. I'm proud of you that you went to a teacher. And I started giving her the specifics of why I was proud. And she lit up. That is one of the fiercest conversations that I may ever have with her mm. because it goes beyond just telling somebody, I love you. You're yeah. important to me. I appreciate you. Tell them why you appreciate them. Tell them why you're proud of them. Tell them those are fierce conversations because they're honest, they're open and they're direct, just like you defined them. And conversations are the relationship. That's right. There I said it. And I just, I just, I took it away from you. Sorry. No. And then the other thing is, it, j it just, just hit me. The conversation is what creates the experience. That's exactly right. So you choose there you what go. experience you want to have. That's right. Wow. Well, well said. Who wouldn't want to go to that class? So exactly. if they want to find out about more about that, how do they get a hold of you to go, hey, where are these classes at, Debbie? How do we do this? You know what? They, um, I mean, honestly, if they're interested in attending Fierce Conversations or even hosting Fierce Conversations in their workplace, um, just email me directly, Debbie at DebbieFrapp.com, and I will get you the information, and we can take it from there. It is literally... Not only does it enhance relationships, it'll change your life for sure. Yeah, it will. No, it will. It will. You, you, every conversation will start. It won't change immediately, but it will start to change because you'll have awareness around it and your thinking will start to change. So, Absolutely. There Absolutely. you go. Well, Debbie, thank you so much. I thought that was fun. We probably won't do that often, but there we go. So are you ready to sign off? I'm ready to sign off. So, okay, guys. Thank you for listening to the Matters of Influence podcast. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends on social media. For more on us and this podcast, you can join our Matters of Influence Facebook page and our Matters of Influence site at mattersofinfluence.com. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Please uh, rate the rate the podcast uh we really just that that means so much to us when you guys have done that so please mm -hmm. do that let us know what you feel feel and what you think about the podcast if you got any ideas we're open to that as well so until next time we'll talk to you all soon um keep it real keep it real <laughs> keep it real until we can talk again so right. signing off bye debbie bye-bye